Double bad news this week, folks. FCC is back, which is good news. But they lost 2-1 to LAFC. But I am back alone for the nightmare of all nightmares. Solo KLR pod. Yes, real life gets in the way. Once again, as my brother, co-host, and or instigator has other pressing needs to attend to. Why don't you just have Kevin on? You used to do that. Well, Kevin's got his own effing podcast now. It's called the Cincy Postcast. I don't want to make him double dip, you know, and talk about the same stuff twice in a row. So we end up with this. So I understand. I'll get in. I'll get out. I just want you to hear my voice. I still exist. I haven't forgotten about you. You haven't forgotten about me. I'm still here for the final season of Knifey Library. You think I'm going to leave you alone on a Monday morning when it's the final season of which I'm feeling slightly melancholy about, but also slightly fantastic about, because I'll never have to do this again. This is the part that's bad. The good part, headlines, potpourri. That's about it. Because <laughs> they're still not giving us a lot of dubs to talk about. Currently in last place, holding on to that spoon. And while I agree things are looking up, we are missing a lot of players. I'm not upset about the LAFC game. The fact remains, folks, dead last. So hopefully we can crawl our way out of there soon. One win and we're jumping up like five spots. So I'm not going to jump off a bridge or light myself on fire. Self-immolate over that just yet. Um, some quick housekeeping, as they would say. On the past Tuesday, we had the Open Cup game that we won 2 nothing. The return of Russell Ciceroni. That's all the city could talk about. It was a buzz. It was like Bengals Super Bowl week. Um, the Ruster back in town. Um, spoiler alert if you didn't see, not really a spoiler if you didn't see my tweet. I did wait around. He was the last one to leave the field. Very last player of both teams to leave the field. Uh, Russell Ciceroni, as he came to the tunnel in the corner, I was waiting for him. Me and Zach got our pictures with him. Extremely nice guy. Just as handsome as you'd imagine. Extremely handsome. He had a good game. He got a little tuckered out by the end, but uh, he showed it once again that he's all class on and off the field and um i was like great game man you get some great touches he was like oh man i wish i would have taken that i wish i would have shot that one and not passed it in the second half i have no idea what he's talking about but if russ says that then i'm 100 percent agreeing russ you had it right there buddy um but yeah he's making great passes making through balls making the right run the man deserved a chance for mls i don't know probably at his age You'd think his time has passed for getting a switch from USL to MLS because, you know, these teams would rather take a chance on a, a young guy. And by young, I mean young, young, not um, somebody who's 25, 26, unfortunately. But I'm holding out hope for you. And if you ever do, um, I hope it's with FCC, even though I don't see a place for you on this team. But that's one good thing about the previous regime is you think I think they would do something sentimental like like when we brought up Jimmy or something. This we're a little too uh you know focused on the real numbers and trying to get better, unfortunately. But great to see Russ. Yeah, but to bury the lead, we did win two nothing with both our goals coming in extra time. And I'm glad we got extra time. You know why? Because I was sitting in the fucking pitch view club with all of the Cincy Postcast and my brother and our guest hosts from Wounded Tiger the other week and more. So it was a veritable who's who. Legitimately, because I looked to our left, about 20 feet away, was Brenner and his lady friend. 
Um, and then a few rows ahead of them was Jeff Cameron, Tyler Blackett, Alec Khan, and uh, who else was there? Somebody else. But um, yeah, so all you can eat for my cheap U.S. Open Cup pitch view seats. Ledesma's in there. And then who do we see in the line, a little buffet line to get food were all of those FCC players. I walked up to Tyler Blackett, uh, tapped him on the back. I was like, I hope they're making you pay for this. And he was like, they better not be. And I was like, oh, I didn't say this, but I should have said in honor of Zach is, I know that's right. So me and Tyler Blackett are friends now. That's That happened. And um, Manny Ledesma was all over the place. You know, it was like, I couldn't tell with Ledesma, you think he, he loves love the fans. He loves the interaction. But I'm like, do I want to go up to Ledesma and bother him? Or is it bothering him? I think he might get off on that. I think Ledesma likes some people. You know, he likes being the... A man amongst the town here, still probably the most popular FCC player um, we've ever had to this day. Although Jimmy just record scratched, record stopped when he heard that. Um, but I didn't. But as I was running through the stands, through the club, hopping fences to get over to Russell Cicerone at the end of the game, I did pass Desma, who was up in the stands in a kind of Pitchview, Cincinnati area, and like I just like pumped my fist at him. I was like, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Uh, that's my, yeah, one, two, nothing. Barrial, two goals. That was great. We move on. Unfortunately, in the most boring way possible, which is New England Revolution. But honestly, after a few days of mild Detroit City FC discourse, I was like, I don't want this. I don't need this. I even had, uh, I posted one of my old videos of the Skeleton Gloves people um, from the bitter. DCFC versus DFC Twitter all-out world war a couple years ago and um, you know they're giving me my props they're like oh this was the best banter and I'm like agreed but I don't want to talk to you I'm happy I blocked 99% of you so I think we dodged a bullet there would have liked to gun to Louisville possibly never been to that stadium so that would have been interesting I don't want to lose to Louisville but I would have liked to go there that felt like a doable trip but instead we go to New England it's the Liz Summers Bowl I hope she makes a Habsy jersey, although I think we all know who she would pick, and it's not us. So, Liz, I'm gonna need you on that episode, the post um, Open Cup next round <coughs> episode. You better be watching while wearing a split jersey like Brady Quinn, Brady Quinn's sister. All right, but that was it. Yeah, Open Cup it was, you know. I don't think we're going to see a Tonga on FCC 1 anytime soon after watching that game. But otherwise, some good things, though. Roman Celitano gets some time out there because he needed it because he was starting against LAFC today. The sun is back. The heat is back. I think most of all, last year, we avoided being, even though I'm sitting on the sun side, we avoided the brutality of the sun. But today, the sun was out in full force, blistering on the non-bougie side of the stadium. And... Um, yeah, I just buried my head, my hat as low as possible, sunglasses, a pride scarf around my forehead. I'm I'm doing hand motions that nobody could see, but yeah, it was a live one, and um, decent crowd for the orange out. But um, we looked at our starting lineup, and Zach would think, folks, I don't know, we're missing seven starters. We had Brenner with the start. Um, I should say, we you know we. We looked at Brenner a lot during the Open Cup game. Like I said, he was sitting about 20 feet away. And after uh, Alan Cruz hit the post, we obviously knowing that he knew, that we knew, 
that he was there. We're like, oh man, I wish Brenner was out there. And then I like, we looked over and like, was like, you know, we kind of gave him a I wish you were out there look and he kind of like did a little shrug and a little smirk. And I was like, <laughs> he's just like, but he's not. Did I get my money's worth in pitch view as a non-drinker? You're asking no one. Um, chicken tenders, chocolate cake, lemon square, hot dog, Sour Patch Kids, Pepsi, ice cream, popcorn, um, a cream puff that Zach handed me, and what else? That's mostly what I got, but that shit's expensive at a stadium. So I probably got my money's worth, and the people who were drinking booze definitely got their money's worth. I know Grayson Chalmers definitely got his money's worth. You could hear it in his... Um, his yells and it was good to be close enough to yell at the players and know that they could probably hear you but some of the bourgeois people who are always sitting in pitch view were giving you know a lot of head turns to our section but um real fans yell real fans yell the whole time in fact i was half cheering for russell to get one during the game so she went up to so let russell have one back to lafc though they're missing a lot of players but they did have carlos vela who i think cut his sideburns a little too high and looks kind of dorky for such a handsome man. Don't need to cut the sideburns so high, bro. It's like 1987 when Carlos Vela's head. But um, I'll tell you what. For the roster we had out there, which included Brenner, Baji, Acosta, Calvin Harris. Like we said, Celentano. Um, bigoted Johnny Nelson. Ian Murphy. Uh, we did have Powell back. Moreno Kubo. I mean... You got to be a little scared, but they were strong out there. They were strong. I liked what I saw. Um, LAFC had some chances, but we mostly shut them down. Um, for better or worse, Johnny Nelson was decent. He looked like he was pretty afraid to get forward in the first half, and, you know, that's okay. Ian Murphy, he's a good center back. Um, just never playing that right or left back ever again. I think we're good to go. And we get the goal. There are other chances, but, uh, you know, we get the goal at the end of the first half. Lucio Acosta, little uh, juke around, I mean, a little, little, little cut, freeze the defense a little bit and hit it near post when we all thought he was curling that far post. But no, he went near post. A beautiful goal right before the stroke of halftime so we didn't have to worry about immediately giving up a goal. So, you know, halftime, you're feeling good. Concourse, once again, uh, absolutely... Um, you know, terrifying place to be, but packed, packed to the brim. Um, the one self-serve pot place, no ice, but the pot was good. The other one, plenty of ice, all the drinks were flat. So what a day. They weren't prepared for the orange out crowd, apparently, 20K. Um, second half, LAFC starts to put their foot on the gas. Really going for it in the 59th minute. Kellen Acosta gets a goal. Deflected goal. Nothing Celentano could have done. He was having a good game. Making stops. Um, solid backup. Future starter. It was nice. You know what he does really nice? Even though some of them were relatively easy saves, he pushes them away. He pushes them away. He doesn't bobble them in front of the goal. He doesn't try to smother it and fail. When in doubt, push it out. And that's what Roman Celentano did. And I 
respect that. You gotta respect that. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, they tie it up, and then they get the go-ahead goal in the 79th minute. And uh, Cruz comes in for Alvin Harris. Markinick comes in for Brenner. Didn't look too pleased about it. Alan Cruz had a great chance off a fantastic ball from Lucho Acosta and nearly put it in. Lucho had a free kick attempt earlier in the game where he went under the wall. Could have gone in. Um, Brenner, I thought, decent. Listen, I was about to go into it, like really start like analyzing. You're not here for that. Get that from the Cincy Postcast later this week. Get it from CST tomorrow. I think I just named all the podcasts. Um, RIP the bridge. Just heard again that they're shutting down operations. But yeah, you don't need the an- the analysis for me. But I will I will say the end of the game gets chippy. Lots of cards getting thrown around. Can just one of these times we score one of these last ditch effort goals? It's like we've had so many of these times where we're throwing everything out there. And we just never get that release. We get blue balled every single time. And I just want one of these games, either we take the lead at the end. I mean, it'd be nice if we just have a huge lead and we don't have to do this. But in reality, we tie it up at the last second or we take the lead the last second because we're throwing everything. We have a few heart, what should I say? Your throat and your stomach. What is it? I don't know the expressions. Moments, but we never get that sweet, sweet, sweet final season of KLR release. And it would just be nice to have that once, to walk out of the stadium with that release. We just don't get that. We've walked out of the stadium with a win. What is it? Once? Twice? Did we win the one at home this year? We just don't get that feeling enough. I just want that sweet release of a last second goal that goes our way. And we have, you know, the positive mojo. I will say, you know, I give the team a six. I give them a seven based off the roster. Because we did pretty good for missing a lot of players. But, you know... Alvis Powell, bad back pass. Carlos Vela sticks his heel out and knocks that away. That's how they got their second goal. It was just a dumb mistake, you know? Would they have gotten a goal another way after that? Possibly, but self-inflicted wound there. Because I thought overall we we kept Carlos Vela pretty well in check. Just wasn't enough. We fall, so we're still in last. But, you know, I'm thinking positively. Obi will be soon. And uh, hopefully we get some of these goods back. I don't know if you guys were thinking the same thing, but you swap out Johnny Nelson for Ronald Matarita. <sighs> I think we're putting in another goal or two. Because the chances were there down that way, but, you know, Johnny Nelson's scared. He's focused on defense. He's not a cross machine. Um, that's okay. You know, I hate you for other reasons, not for how you played today. But we move on the next two games against Toronto FC, which is fucking weird back-to-back Toronto games but uh schedule makers that's what they want to do to us and that's what they did what else all right that's enough about that game I'm gonna get out of here like I said feeling a little melancholy about the end of KLR but you know it's a long season we're not even a quarter into it maybe we are don't do the math I have no idea um but yeah I just I feel like you guys agree it's time I agree it's time I'm gonna miss you guys I'm only talking about it now because Zach's not here, so I might as well, you know, fill a little time before I go, which is in the next 30 seconds. But I'm just glad to be with you guys. I was watching the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix, you know, where he develops a relationship with an artificial intelligence um, 
operating system that's like in his ear that he talks to, voiced by Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. And um, it gets pretty intimate with those guys. And I feel like maybe I'm that for you. Maybe I'm your Scarlett Johansson artificial intelligence operating system. And we've gotten very close over the years. If you've listened to every episode, I mean, that's days worth of content. Days and days, weeks worth. We've just spent a lot of Mondays together. And Mondays are normally not the day you want to see anybody. You know, you just want to get through it. Get to tremendous Tuesday. But we've been together all this time and it's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard transition for all of us. And nobody hates a transition more than Johnny Nelson. All right, guys. Hell of a week. We got the win. I got to meet Russell Ciceroni. Like I said, fucking great guy. FCC, we're going to get on it. Obi will be here in a week or so. Excited for that. Hope to get some guys back. Hope to get MLS leading scorer, golden boot tied player Brandon Vasquez back. Did you think we'd be saying that two years ago? <laughs> Look at those guys. Um, but yeah. Shout out to Chad. Shout out to Nick. Zach. He, had, he would have had a lot of potpourri for you guys. He's been dealing with a lot. Barfing and shitting son. I had a barfing son. Barf, barf, barf. But, you know, life goes on. Hopefully we'll be back to normal next week. Give you some proper headlines. Give you some proper, not like this bullshit Grayson Chalmers headlines. Um, what do I usually do that I haven't done? You ain't lying. Don't like them. What else do I talk about? Um, the bridge is over. Yeah, that's about it. So, rough game, but it was fun. Had a good time. All things being equal. A little more sunburn. A little more joy. It's good to be together with all of you in the teak. So until next time, like I said, check out Cincy Postcast on whatever fucking day they put it out when you don't even care about the previous game anymore because they need 8,000 days to record and edit. Look at me. Sunday night. Sunday night. I'm here with you guys for Monday morning because I'm a true true professional always have been always will be until next time guys rise together fries together last place hopefully not forever Carlos Vela never Roman Celentano whenever baby whenever also shout out to Tyler Blackett for getting a little scrappy at the end of the other team appreciated always appreciated if we can't win might as well fight some people Good. Good. Bye. Bye. See you next week. week. Apologize Apologize again. again. Zach apologizes apologizes too, but but life, man. man. You just never know when it's going to life you. Goodbye. Goodbye.